Hello and welcome to episode 147 of the Truly Daybox Show. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we come together every two weeks to discuss K-pop and whatever's current in the K-pop industry. Uh, this week we're just talking about some uh, couple new releases. Um, and yeah. The biggest so, album release of the year. Yes. one Honestly, one of the biggest ones for me. It was really good. Spoiler alert. But well, um I mean I mostly said that to lead people into thinking we're talking about BTS, but that's not true. But we'll get there. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that, yeah. Anyways, um so yeah, I guess uh I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You're supposed <laughs> it's to intro me. Oh, as always, I'm joined by Nate. <laughs> Cause I want it more, yeah. Dazzle, dazzle, dazzle me, boy. Yeah, baby. Come on, dazzle me. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, sorry I haven't been around a little bit uh, for, I don't know, the last last episode I wasn't here. So, it's been like a month since you've seen me. Um, that's just because I've been so busy with school. So, it's difficult to find the time to uh, prepare all my notes and record and all that kind of stuff. So, here I am now. Yep, and, luckily we had Jakari yeah. to cover. Yes, Always otherwise we would have been screwed last week. <laughs> I, I could do a one-man show. I could figure it out. It'd be something. I It'd be kind of weird Andrew just talking to yourself. I don't think so. I, I could have sworn he did, but maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> I don't apologize because I'm getting over a cold, so I might be coughing and stuff. Ignore that. I also sound different, probably. Yeah, a little bit, but not terribly. Um, yeah, it was way worse so yeah. last week. I guess we can get right into the uh, official first like <clears throat> topic, so to speak, of every episode. Yes. Which is, what have you been listening to for the past two weeks, or in my case, month? Yeah. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay, well... I mostly can't talk about because I literally just spammed the Dreamcatcher album, which we are about to review. Um, I looked at my Scrabbles, and I'm at like 120 Scrabbles for just this album. So Amazing. And I didn't also, last week I didn't drive to work, which is like 75% of, of my music listening time. So I'd probably yeah. be at like double that if I actually went to work last week. But the week before yeah. that, I just basically was only listening to this album over and over again well um, you think about it if like if it takes one album <coughs> play to get to work and you yeah. listen to it every time you drive to and from work yeah that's what like 10 times you listen to it during the week uh, yeah 10 times if a you week. go into the office yeah. every day and then also probably listen to it a couple times while i'm at work so yeah um but yeah uh also though i've been i listened to something that isn't k-pop which is Ooh. very rare for me but this What's is going to get real nerdy because these band names are the most stereotypical. But if you've ever heard of... So I listened... A new album came out from Demons and Wizards, which is a power metal group. It is like a collaboration super group uh, between the lead singer of Blind Guardian and the guitarist from Iced Earth. So like I said, these are all very stereotypical power metal, yeah, like metal, metal like names. <laughs> fantasy nerdy metal names um blind guardian is actually like really famous like they're a really big power metal band um but yeah they i actually found them originally because their second album the the collaboration group demons and wizards their second album is based on the dark tower by stephen king um oh that's which is my favorite book series so that's how i found them um but this is their first album since 2005 um hmm. so that it was like kind of came out of nowhere and i was like oh i gotta listen to this like they've been talking about it literally for 15 years that they're finally gonna put something out and they actually did yeah <coughs> so i haven't been listening to terribly a lot of new stuff um or like stuff i hadn't already previously listened to uh yeah so since for the past like i don't know few months or so i've been listening to a ton of john mayer just still in that groove um 
Yeah, he, he, I I don't know how to explain it, but if you look at my last FM, he became my most listened to artist like instantly. Even though I don't know how it happened. Yeah, I. Well, it's because usually when I listen to yeah. SNSD, I listen to them for like a couple days and then I move on to something else because yeah. I already went through the phase of just spamming yeah, all their music for weeks. For years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like with him, I'm still not like sick of it at all. Like I really, really like his albums. I return to him a lot. So there's that. Yeah. Um, For another uh, non-K-pop option, I've uh, been listening to Belladonna by Stevie Nicks. It's a good album. <laughs> Like early 80s rock pop album it's in like that era where like rock and pop are like the same thing yeah so i don't really know where to put it she's from fleetwood mac so like that sort of thing um yeah and then obviously dreamcatcher album um and i think that's mostly what i've been listening to what i've listened to multiple times of so I guess I've also spammed the Wiki Miki single, which we're also going to talk about. So, yeah, right. that's not surprising to anyone. Okay, we want to move on. Yes. Okay. okay. So first, first topic, it's not obvious. Elephant in the room. Yes. Let's talk about BTS. Um, okay. So we're not going to review BTS. Um, we were originally talking about reviewing the like all the new songs which is like 15 songs or whatever um yeah but jacob wasn't really a huge fan it didn't really want to sound like a broken record i yeah i don't want to be the guy who's like (laughs) just bashing on bts all the time because again i say every time i like them yeah i just don't really connect with their newer music and yeah yeah i I don't want to be somebody who's just uh like basically putting Negative down everybody's it. favorite band and then everyone gets yeah. pissed nah. and I'm like, I that's not what I want. So yeah. and it's so, not that I'm afraid to put out a negative review. It's just I've already done it before with for yeah, BTS yeah, and like I don't want to just do this persona. every time. I don't want to <laughs> do this every time they come out with anything. So Yeah, yeah. you can listen to our persona album. If they come out with something that I like, yeah, I'll definitely want to review it. But I just I'm not into this uh newer era, I guess. Yeah, just because so it's from, more derivative of uh, like styles that I didn't like in the first place in American music, yeah, kind of thing. So, or Western so, music rather. So for me, I actually really liked Persona at the time, um, but like it's not an album I went back to a lot. Whereas like everything from Dark and Wild to like You Never Walk Alone, I was just I was just like spamming. I loved it. Um, for some reason, when I first listened to the album, though, I really liked it. Uh, but it just hasn't really, like, kept that um, vibe in my mind. And I felt Buster. like a lot, of, a lot of this album was similar. Um, I did really... I really liked Ugg, which is basically a modern cypher, because it's the rap line song. Um, and I liked Respect, which is another, like, very old-school BTS song, although the autotune gets a little too much. Um, and we already talked about Black Swan. I actually did like that song when it was released earlier. So if you do want to hear some thoughts about BTS, um, we did talk about Black Swan a couple episodes ago. Um, but yeah, overall, I think like for me, it just, I need to be in like a very specific mood for their newer music. Um, which I must've been in when I listened to Persona and then where, like I said, I would spam the hell out of like they're like not their oldest stuff but they're like mid mid career stuff yeah. like dark and wild like, you never walk alone like I, that stuff i i could just listen to all day every day it's i love it but you never walk alone is, music. is a 10 like i would give that <laughs> album a 10 9 or I, 10 yeah i think like when we rated bts as singles i gave everything from like I don't know, like their fourth single to DNA a 10, which is like 15 <laughs> songs in a row because they're all just so good. Like everything from Dark and Wild on is just so good. Um, but mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't vibe with their newer music. So we decided to not review the album just to not, I mean, it's 15 songs and 
when neither of us enjoyed most of them, it's going to get pretty like monotonous and yeah, not I mean, really enjoyable just, to listen to. It's just not fun for anybody yeah, yeah. to just beat a dead horse. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's our stance on BTS. Um, I think we're hoping they uh, kind of try out some newer styles of music and get back to experimenting, but in a way, like a different way, I guess. Um, but. just more towards something that we like basically yeah it's for me it's a like yeah i like before i i was saying like I, I want them to experiment more which i still do agree with but at the end of the day like i feel like i still would be happy as long as they're just making uh, a style of music that i like and i think yeah. the reality of it is it's just i'm not into this like trap and autotune and like uh hip-hop ish stuff from them i guess and uh by hip-hop-ish i mean like more specifically just like more like recent hip-hop <laughs> again it's not necessarily my thing usually yeah like western so. stuff because yep. like we so. love their old school hip-hop stuff like mm. so yep yep so let's move on to the real the biggest event. album of the year <laughs> um so i guess i'll probably lead this uh, since it is my favorite group. Um, so we're going to review this album that I have four copies of. <laughs> they released four copies of this version. Oh goodness. Uh, Are they still so, doing the same format and everything? Yep. They still have awesome, like awesome uniforms, covers, all the same size. They all have a similar, That's awesome. similar, uh, spine so they look really good on the shelf um unfortunately it's a tab album so if you're not careful it rips and it's kind of crappy quality but <coughs> they look good okay so this is Dreamcatcher's dystopia the tree of language which is their first full album um it's such a like jrpg ish like oh dystopia the tree of language yeah yeah <laughs> It's I mean, like it's when, uh, what's it, Stellar? Like, they came out with that song, like, Ar- <laughs> like uh, Archangels of the Sephiroth. Archangel or something. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Archangels of the Sephiroth. Um, yeah, uh. I love it. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's interesting because this is a new, like, series. We had the Nightmare series before this. Um, which, dystopia. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to be coughing a lot. I'm not, I haven't been talking very much lately, and this is not making any better. Um, but yeah, so this is their first full album. Um, it's still, they didn't really like change up their style a ton, uh, in terms of music, even though it's a new series or whatever. Um, that being, that being said, I feel like this did feel like quite fresh to me. Yeah. I mean, they tried, they tried some new things. Yeah. And they did talk about um, beforehand. They like they know that Sleepwalking and like Silent Night are some of their fans' favorite songs. Like the yeah, like very electronic, German bass stuff, and like the mix of electronic and rock. So they definitely took that into account, and you can tell in this album there's a lot um, more like for sure, um, like even electronic stuff mixed in. Yeah, for sure. Like on Scream, which is a dead ass like rock song, and then the chorus has this like crazy like club like beat drop. <laughs> <coughs> So let's get into it with the intro, um, which I think is pretty awesome. It has a, like an awesome electronic beat um, and a great synth line, and then it switches into like similar to what you'd expect with like the intricate piano um, part, which cuts out like the electronic beat. Um, I think it really sets the tone of the album well. Yeah, like uh, specific, like it just like the like album uh, name. It's super like dramatic and edgy. I feel like, um, yeah. like, especially with like the mix of like electronic with like traditional, almost like orchestral elements, I guess. Yep. I think it's definitely an interesting mix. Yep. Um, so that leads into Scream, which is a single. Um, and I think like it just starts with that hard hitting beat and guitar and like with those like double hits um, over the green, like the clean vocals. Um, and then the drums really pick up, which leads into that first verse where Xion and Sua have that, like, 
vocal layering that like has that like demonic tone to it over like under yeah. their singing um and then it drops out the intensity for the pre-chorus to build to the chorus and then like you mentioned that drop that with that synth riff like during the chorus and like the devil eyes come part and then that leads into like the chanting and the gregorian chant and just like everything's so hype about the chorus it's such like a catchy like awesome chorus um and then i think like it was nice to see guyon starting the rap again um yeah she's always i think she deserves more rap parts um, but yeah, overall, I think the song just lived up to my expectations after Deja Vu, which I thought was their best single in a while. Um, I, I think I like Deja Vu more than this, but this comes close. Um, mm. Also, the end ramps up in intensity, and the choreography is so good, and it ramps up so much at the end. Like, just watch the music video. Like, Suha just kills it. Um, she gets, like, the center for, like, the dance part. Um, and I think the point choreography with the hands, like going over the eyes is really good. Um, it's like very memorable. Um, I, yeah, I just loved it. Also the music video starts with an EXO style intro, which is funny too. Um, the whole music video is like an EXO, like early, like XOK, XOM. Yep. Music video, (laughs) like mama with all the like elemental, like, yeah, exactly. And And it kind of. Even though there, it, this is like a new series or whatever, it follows similar like themes from Deja Vu. Yeah. So, question: I noticed this when I watched it, but uh, is Handong gone? Yes. So, yeah, I, I like that's another thing I liked. They used a masked dancer, um, for Handong's part because she's gonna be on Idol producer, the like Chinese produced oh, that's or whatever. Because okay. I don't like her. Um, who? There's another group that has a member gone. Um, that I can't think of right now, but yeah, so like, <coughs> she's going to be on that show. So yeah, it was okay. kind of cool for them to have, still have a seventh spot. So like when she gets back yeah, in the choreography, um, they just have like that masked girl that I feel bad for her. Cause there's no way that mask has good peripheral vision and she has yeah. to do this like really coordinated group choreography. Yeah. They should have had her wear like a, like a fencing mask or something instead. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you could actually see out of that. Um, but yeah, this was really good. Like, honest, I was kind of, uh, a little bit surprised. It's a bit, uh, like f- guitars and percussion wise, <laughs> a little more like heavy than what they've been doing lately. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I was thinking that they'd, since they're moving into like a new, uh, not trilogy, but like series, I guess with their yeah. albums. Um, I was thinking that they maybe move away from the rock niche and go more towards like the drum and bass stuff. Because like you said, like sleepwalking and stuff like that is usually like a lot of fans like favorite songs but like the fusion they ended up going with i think uh i think was a really interesting choice and i think it'll pay well overall to kind of just take both uh like styles that they've done in the past and kind of combine them together real well um yeah really cool yep yeah i thought it was great um next we have tension uh, so this is kind of like your quintessential dreamcatcher. Um, this actually... song sounds just like Chase oh. Me. So <laughs> it, this was actually apparently going uh, one of their choices for their second single after their debut. Oh, interesting. So this might have like this was made back then and could have been the follow up to Chase Me. Because it literally sounds just yeah, like it, Chase Me. It fits into like Chase Me, Good Night, like Wake Up. Like that, yeah. That stuff well, the thing from is, the beginning. Um, of their in career. the pre-chorus, I keep like when I was listening <laughs> to it uh, earlier, my mind kept going to the come, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, like I the mean, pre-chorus is exactly why that. But yeah. Yep. So yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Dreamcatcher, you're gonna like this song because it's what they s- cut their teeth on. Basically, um, it's got that chugging guitar riffs, hard hitting beat. Like choir vocal yep. vocal parts with piano backing, like it's quintessential Dreamcatcher. Yep. Yeah, I having stuff like this. I I really wish there was more like rock based K-pop groups. Yep. Because I feel like it's definitely a niche that needs to be explored a little more. I think. I think it'd yeah, be. I agree. 
interesting, especially if they can figure out how to maybe keep it rock, but maybe maybe make it a little more on the pop side for yeah. more like mass market people. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So like we talked about this a little bit in Discord, but um basically all of AT's music is the same mm. producer. Um yeah. or like the two producers that do all of Dreamcatcher's music are part of the team that does AT's music. AT's. So mm. like I could and they could easily like do this type of music. Yeah. Um, like of if AT's did something like this. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like It'd be cool to see them do something like more towards the rock side. Um, Speaking of of rock, the next song is not that. <laughs> yes. So next we have Red Sun, um, and this is where we, yeah, like you said, we get a very different song. Um, but I still I loved it. I think honestly yeah. this might be one of my favorite instrumental songs from Dreamcatcher, like that creepy toy piano throughout the whole song. There's all these really interesting like synths and sound effects throughout it. The chorus instrumentals are just amazing. Um, I could see how some I'm people wondering... don't don't like that red I'm sun. Wondering... Like, god. Uh, as I'm, I was wondering like what that like instrument is in the beginning. I want to uh, know what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because for real, I thought that was really interesting to use instead of like. <laughs> Again, just uh, generic sort of beats, I guess. Yeah. Like, because they easily could have made this super generic, but, like, the instrumental choices they went with on this song are really what made it stand out to me and what yeah. I really like. Like, if I were to point to an example on, like, how in, like, mainstream K-pop, how to do a hip-hop track, but not make it, like, too in the weeds as far as, like, um, being too derivative of, like, Western trap... I think this is like how to do it because like mm -hmm. this is still like have trap elements, but it's not like generic or annoying. Like I think this turned out really, really nicely. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see how some people might not like the like repetitive red sun part, um, mm. but I think like overall the instrumentals are just so good that like yeah. it, it overcomes every any other shortcomings I would have. Um, also, I don't know if you watched it. There is a like live performance of this. And oh, I didn't even know that. The styling for it is like insane. Like they they like their makeup and everything. They they basically just look like like ghosts or like hmm. it, it's like I don't know. In their like outfits are so good. Like everything about that performance was amazing. Um, so yeah, definitely go watch that if you haven't. Yeah, let's check that out after this. <clears throat> uh, so next we have black and white. Um, so it starts with like a really awesome distorted guitar hook. It, it's almost got yeah. like a grunge vibe to it. Um, I, I actually like, said that about a different song later. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just that guitar, like the that the guitar hook in this song. Kinda yeah, has I'd say that, like. Yeah, I'd say that it does the guitar like in the beginning. It reminds me of something yeah. like Pearl Jam. Like yeah, I exactly. could totally like, see that. Yep. And then the the one later, uh, I compare it to another grunge group, but we'll get yeah. to that song. Um, but yeah, I think so. Like this, the pre-chorus drops, so it has that like grungy guitar part, but then the pre-chorus kind of drops into normal Dreamcatcher with like the strings and piano. Um, mm. but then it, when it goes to the chorus, it has this really funky bass guitar mixed with this like swelling string section yep. and this is like this is what makes dreamcatcher like my number one group right mm. that, in terms of like people like or groups right now like you don't get anything like this in any other k-pop group um they yeah. just find like a, a such a unique mix of sounds um like you're never gonna hear a really heavy funky bass guitar mixed with a swelling, yeah, like orchestral string section, like anywhere else in K-pop or outside of like symphonic metal, anywhere else in music. So like, that's where it like, that's just what makes me love it so much. Also, I do want to shout out. I think this, the guitar part comes back for Dami's rap, and I think this might be yep. one of Dami's best raps. I said um, exactly the same thing. I think I, I this is really my favorite like rap. Dami rap ever. Yeah. She did a really good job of like, normally you'd say like writing the beat, but like writing the guitar riff. Yep. It was really, really good. Um, 
but yeah like the, definitely the standout on this is the uh like it starts out with like you said like a grungish like like guitar riff and then it in the pre-chorus it just clears out into this huge like again swelling like orchestra section and then just decides to dive right back into like a funky guitar and it was like yep what the hell it's it it's not something you'll hear anywhere else yeah um, <coughs> sorry um next we have jazz bar um so this is one yep. of the slow songs on the album but instead of being the traditional like ballad, they kind of twisted it up. Um, it's interesting because our Discord's been like really split on this song. It's either like I really like, like this. It's either like people's favorite song or people's least favorite song. Um, I love it. It's got that like I mean it's called jazz bar, so you kind of know what you're you're getting into. But it's got just like really jazzy, amazing instrumentals mixed with like their fantastic vocals. Um, and I just, I, I personally really like slow Dreamcatcher songs. Like I think their ballads are really good and their vocals are just like so good that like on top of how amazing their instrumentals are that like their ballads are really good. Um, and obviously doing a like jazzy lounge song is they're just going to kill it. And I think they did. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, I'm in the camp where this is my favorite song on the album, I think. Like it's not my I, favorite, but I do. Like oh, for me, lot. for me, I love the the guitar work on this. Like, it's really, really nice, and it fits really well into like the sort of like lo-fi jazz, like hip hop sort of like yep. beat that they're using, uh, hip hop R and B. Um, yeah, this is really, really nice. This is another style that I'd like to see other like K-pop groups like cover, or maybe even solo artists. I think this is really fitting for something like. Like I could see IU doing a song like this, for example. Yeah. Like I yeah. think she'd be into this sort of style. Um, but yeah, the nice like falsetto-y vocals in certain parts is also really cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, I this is a style that I hope Dreamcatcher sticks with in future albums. I I really like this. I like yeah. that they kind of give us like a like a just a whole platter of different <coughs> like rockish styles, I guess. Yeah. And they, yeah. they fit well together. Yeah, they've played around with like R and B and stuff a bit, so like I could see them continuing. Yeah, and there there is a song on this album that fits that as well. The last song, the last yep. of the new songs. Um, so yeah, I could see them easily like doing another one of these. Um, for a follow up. Yeah. Uh, next we have Sahara. Um, which is got like a really great <laughs> it's something. Like, it's really it's weird. <laughs> it is weird. I a lot of people don't like it. Um. It's I do like, like it, a, but it's so weird. Yeah, like the the guitars to start off have like a really great Latin sound. So honestly, I really want someone to make this mashup, but it reminds me of the Gerudo Valley theme from Ocarina of Time. Oh um, yeah, I can see that. So I want to hear that mashup where they put like they mix that song with the song. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting because like the verse and the pre-chorus are like pretty tame. The guitar is pretty mm. like toned down. Uh, and then it starts building at the end of the pre-chorus, and then it just drops into a really hard rock chorus. Um, yep. It's it's got very repetitive vocals, so definitely some people might not be into that. But it just draw like the, it's so just like hard rock. Um, it's like early two thousands. Like I don't know, I don't want to say Evanescence. It's like other like like female like rock groups. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What's another one like Flyleaf or something <laughs> yeah, like fly that? Flyleaf or yeah, yeah. So um, I think that the only part that was weird was <laughs> Dami Dami's comes rap. Dami. I didn't like that. Yep. An auto-tuned like yep. hip hop thing. Like, yep. What is this? My notes like, are literally like Dom, <laughs> Dami's super auto-tuned rap after the chorus is probably the worst part of the whole album. Um, yeah, but. Other than that, like, I do like this song a lot, and I think it's nice because it transitions off, or, like, it kind of brings you back into, like, what you'd expect after Jazz Bar. Um, Yeah. So, I did like that, like, as a follow-up. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. other than Dami's rap, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Anything else from you? Uh, no. Okay. Next song is an honorable mention for me, though. Next song in the Frozen is my favorite song on the album. Um, I just love 
the like fantasy mysterious vibe of the whole song at the beginning mm-hmm. with like the haunting vocals and the thematic like thematic piano and synths like all leading to the chorus and then the chorus just drops into that awesome electronic synth line it's got like the really echoey vocals um and picks up with a beat and the chanting in the second half of the chorus like everything about the song i love there's some really cool percussion and synth sounds mixed in as well yeah um, but i think that like this is the follow-up to silent night in my mind um so silent night from the last album was like it's got that classic Dreamcatcher sound and then it just drops into a crazy synth chorus that like this is what like that sleepwalking like silent night vibe i feel like um and it's my favorite song on the album. I I love when they do this stuff. So Yeah. What about uh you? honestly I think the best thing about it is the the vocals. Like like the title being in the frozen, like that really fits well with the vocal. Like it's got this really yep. cold and like piercing sounding yep. vocals. Um yeah, it really drives home the feeling that like the title conveys of it being like frozen. Yep. Um yeah, yeah, there's a lot also, of like echoey again, vibes, like you're in yeah. like a valley, uh, like a like snowy valley and stuff. I think of like a ice cave or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, um, also super fun beat drop. It's, yeah, this is uh definitely a honorable mention for my favorite song on the album. Yep, yep, it's definitely my favorite. Um, next we have Daybreak. Um. So this is the second of the slow songs on the album. Um, this takes more traditional... This is like more of that traditional R&B vibe um, that they've used before. I think it's just like a great vocal showcase. Um, some amazing harmonies and vocal layering. Um, so yeah, this is quite like a what you've heard before in terms of the like R&B slower songs. Yep. Uh, back to, again, a more like chill lo-fi type instrumental on this one. Um it might be because I listen to this to my speakers, but I feel like the percussion is a little too intense in the beat. Um, I yeah, feel I like it, really it, it pierces through the like <coughs> instruments a little too much, but that's just a nitpicky thing. Um, yeah, the vocals on this definitely stood out for me, like super like soft and like smooth. So again, a really good like uh, chill R and B song, and again, I hope they continue doing this kind of stuff because. I also I also enjoy this a lot as well. Yep. Yeah, they have a couple of songs like this on their previous stuff. Yep. Uh, next we have Full Moon. Um, so this is one everybody digi- knows this already. <laughs> yep. This is one of the digital singles that we've heard before. But I figured we'd just cover them again because it's been a while. Um, honestly, for this song, I have very little notes. I mean, this is just like classic anime opening. It's classic Dreamcatcher. It's, yeah, strings, hard rock builds, fun driving chorus, like anime opening style. Um, yep. It's it's classic Dreamcatcher. Um, I'd say Over the Sky, I'd give a similar uh, similar comment as well. Yeah. Like very, like, nice, fresh, like, anime opening. Yeah, I have a little bit more, more notes for that. So, like, next is Over the Sky as well. So this is actually only on the physical album. So if you're Which listening on iTunes or... Um, Spotify, it's not actually there, um, but it is listed as a track. So, in this they, is another one just, of their digital singles. They should have <laughs> just made both, both Full Moon and Over the Sky physical only, physical since they already only, had yeah. digital sing- singles. Yeah, it is oh, kind of weird that one of them is there and the other isn't. Um, but hmm, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so this one also another traditional Dreamcatcher song. I I like this one though a little bit more. I think this is more like uplifting and like bright sounding. Um, yeah, like I think it really fits with uh, Fly High. Um, yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Really reminiscent of that, where it's like really bright piano line, bright vocals. The uh, the rock chorus is like really upbeat. Um, also, I just love the strings throughout this whole song. Mm. Um, they're so like the string section so good. Um, Yep. So yeah, I, I definitely I think this is I prefer this one over Full Moon, um, but they're both amazing. I mean, I don't honestly it's super biased, but I don't think Dreamcatchers put out a bad song yet. So like, yeah, um, take it with a grain of salt. But 
Um, yeah. So next we have the outro. Um, so this is another like really mysterious sounding instrumental. Um, I liked it because in the second half it has a bit of like a heartbeat, like mm-hmm. sound to it. If that yeah. makes sense. So this because it's like mostly percussion based. Um, so yeah, it was a nice like mysterious ending. I think if it kind of fit with the rest of the album really well. It kind of reminds me of like really edgy, like dark, like elite hacker music. Like they play during like a dark scene with the guy with the hood. He's like, <laughs> he's like in an alleyway, like typing on his computer. <laughs> Never thought of it like that, but I don't know why, but that's like the image yeah, that got in my head for this, for this, uh, outro. That being said, it's really, it's really good. Like, um, again, the, uh, like the pulsing, like percussion and the, like piano that comes in every once in a while yeah it turned out nice yep it sounds like it's leading into a, another song uh, but that's just how the end it's just how the album ends yeah it's interesting but well kind of so there's one more song yeah um, scream instrumental after the outro huh no did you yeah. not there's one more song oh, I after did. that i, I did oh, okay. it's just the yes. uh on itunes it they is. put scream instrumental before the next song oh yeah yeah that's how that's how the album is is structured. Like why? I it I don't know. I because this is like a solo, so like it it was it was the last, also a digital single. So yeah, finally after the scream instrumental, um, there's paradise, which I talked about a little bit, um, on like what we've been listening to a couple weeks ago, um, but yeah. this is a Sheon solo song, like her solo debut. Um, so good. Yeah, I love it. Her vocals are amazing. There's a really great piano line. And then the chorus has some like really great synth instrumentals that like highlight her vocals. And I think the hook is just really good. Um, so I think it fits her perfectly. It fits their style yeah. really well. I, I think she's like really promising as a solo artist. If she's releasing music like this. Yeah. Um, like this does sound like something that Dreamcatcher would put out as a group, but I'm glad that she put it out like, as her just her own like solo solo song yeah i think it it's overall better that way because you're not like uh for this type of thing like constrained by having to like assign have different parts for every member's like role in the group yeah like because that can be something that is restricting in particular in k-pop um Mm -hmm. not that it's overall bad it's just like that's how it is um And yeah, this I haven't heard of like music like this in a while, just because again, it's like, it's like a mix of like, uh, or I guess this is just what would come out back then. It's like late two thousands, like pre twenty ten, like rock pop. Yeah, like there are a few like uh, female artists back then who would release music like that, which I like. I'm 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 looking forward to this. Also, the like electronic stuff that they incorporated in again, like Dreamcatcher has yep. been doing. Yeah, it was super interesting. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, looking forward to her releasing a full album. Yeah, I agree. I, I really hope she gets a mini. Um, although I kind of also hope they get a break because I feel like they've been going nonstop. Yeah, I th- um, I think but... she'd probably get it in a few years after <coughs> they've they're become a more like permanent group kind of thing. Yeah, because I mean they they released Raid of Dream, and then immediately did a U.S. tour, and then like. Less than a month later, they released this. Yeah. So, or I guess, I guess it was like a month and a half later. Um. But yeah. So. And. Kind of a different topic, but connected. They release another song today. Okay. Uh, as this, we recorded this. This was my other thing that I thought was so grungish. The, the guitars okay. for this. I was wondering. I was yeah, like, like, where did that come from? This like opening guitar like sounds straight up like <laughs> Alice in Chains like yep. really grimy like guitars. I love that. Yep. So I was they... not like these are the heaviest guitars they've ever had in oh, yeah, any definitely. of their music. Yep. It was awesome. Uh, so yeah, they released a new Japanese single of the day we're recording this, "Endless Night," um, and yeah, it just starts with like really hard hitting rock, uh, like chugging guitars, really hard hitting drums. There's a really awesome guitar line for the chorus. It's just, like you said, it's the most, like, intense, like, rock sound they've had. Um, yeah. I think the chorus is so good. 
Uh, it's super catchy. The guitar line for it's really fun. Um, really, my only vi or like issue with the song is in the second verse. There's some like awkward vocals. Like not that the vocals themselves are bad, but like the mm. like the um, like the cadence of the vocals and like I don't know if it was like because it's trans maybe it was written in Korean and translated to Japanese and like yeah the like lyrics just didn't flow that well. Hopefully we get a Japanese version, like or, or an English Korean or a Korean version. Yeah, yeah. in the yeah. next album. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Although I don't think they've done that with any of their Japanese songs so far. Mm. Um, like I know NCT does that. Like they'll release a Japanese single and then yep. just include it on their next album as Korean. Like uh, I think it was Comeback. It's like one of my favorite NCT songs, and they just it was originally Japanese and they just threw it on their Korean album. Yep, I love that. Um, the only thing. The only thing I don't like about this song is I felt like Nami's rap was like really out of place yeah. and kind of random. Yeah, I agree. And I also think it's like, I don't know, like it's hard to tell as someone who doesn't really speak Japanese that or know it very well, but like it it just sounds, she's like, it's clear that she's not like a Japanese speaker, if that makes sense. Yeah. Doesn't really like it didn't flow very well or like connect with the lyrics because they're not in like. A language you're uh like super proficient in at least i don't think dami yeah. speaks japanese but i mean i'm yeah. sure they all speak like somewhat but yeah a little yeah, bit I don't yeah think she's like fluent or anything um but yeah and then the ending is just they go all out there's like mm -hmm. just blast beats like insane double bass like it's ridiculous um yeah, and also like just like chucking those like those like uh <laughs> scales like yep <laughs> Before going back in, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I, I think this is gonna be like a really good performance song. Um, it, I think mm. it'd be cool to see like a performance music video or. Um, I hope like, they catch on in Japan. Cool. I could see them being decently popular there. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know how well they do in Japan. Although, um, then again, I mean, like this is their third I guess J Rock J Rock fans are probably more into like normal rock bands yeah I was gonna say, and then this, this idol groups like, and then idol idol fans are probably not into, into like rock yeah. yeah so who knows it, 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 it could either little... be either be super popular or they're too like double dipping yeah it might yeah i i couldn't or like i wouldn't be surprised if that was the case where it was just like there's so much of this in japan that like yeah it's not it doesn't stand out like it does in k-pop yeah um, but this is their third japanese single so they're clearly doing okay um, and they did yeah. put out an album, although the album is like 75% just the Korean or the Japanese versions of all their singles. <laughs> Korean um, songs. Yeah. It, it's like, I think it's like four. I mean, new, that'd be a four fantastic new songs. Album, huh? Oh yeah. It's great. I, I love listening to it. And I, the like new songs those are really all good. just new songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the new songs on it are really good. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think this is a really good Japanese single from them. Um, like I said, I don't think they've ever put out a bad song, so we'll see mm. if they ever do. But yep. I think this album is amazing. Um, I easily see it in the running for album of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it is my album of the year so far. Um, I'll just I'm just waiting to see if anything beats it. Um, yep. But it's definitely gonna be up there. I think for a lot of us, I know Cooper, it's up there for, um, as well. So. We'll see, um, but yeah, Dreamcatcher a really good couple weeks. Want to finish it off? <clears throat> yep. All right. Lastly, we have uh, Wikimiki with digital single, Dazzle Dazzle, which I also have over here. So you know, it's a it's a digital single that has a physical release <clears throat> that doesn't have no a CD. CD. <laughs> These are just photo books. There's no that CD really in them. weird. Yeah. But I had to buy it because it's IY related. I mean, let's be honest. Who's buying the the singles for the exactly, like, like, CDs? I, I don't... I never... Like, like unless like, you're in Japan, I like, I don't think many people yeah, actually even use the CDs. I used to before I bought Apple Music because I would actually rip them. But yeah, yeah. now, now I, I have no need for the CD at all. Um, yeah. Really, like... It didn't matter to me at all that it had one or it didn't have one. Yeah, so when I first listened to the song, I wasn't super into it because it 
Because I think just because of the production style and Wikipedia's music, they like end up being like really loud and like crazy yeah. and busy. Um, but after I listened to it a few times, I was kind of on board. Like it is, it's really catchy and fun, and yeah, it's it's a good uh, pop track. The only thing I don't like is the the NV the MV feels a little like cheap for them. I feel like. Eh, I mean it's. Like, I know All they're that, not a huge group, but, like, their sets it, seem, like, kind of simple. Yeah, I mean, they've always I don't know, been like that. But, <clears throat> yeah. I guess maybe, I guess Crush, Crush had, like, an okay amount of budget, but, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, I love this song. Like, this is one of the catchiest, like, most fun songs I've heard in a while, and it's been I stuck in my head I don't, so much. I don't think it beats Picky Picky. I like Picky Picky more. Did you watch? So did you watch the performance for Dazzle Dazzle? Yeah. The no. Choreo elevates the song to like an entirely different level. Okay. Like you need to watch the watch the live performances. Mm. It's so like the song is really catchy and fun. Um, I like how it's it's all in like the vocals like. I basically like don't remember anything about the instrumentals, but in my mind, like I think it's it, that doesn't that's not a bad thing, um, like because the vocals are just so like earwormy. Um, there's just like this amazing upbeat, energetic song. It's got like some small sections of like their signature teen crush, <laughs> but the choreography is so good. I, like I l- lost my mind, like. In Discord, I think Flixer was saying it was bad just from watching the music video. And I watched it and I was like, what is wrong with you? How could you think this choreography is bad? He's like, oh, I only watched a music video. I was like, this is like some of the best choreography. In, like, in terms of fitting and enhancing a song, like, every part of the song is enhanced by the choreography. It's memorable. It fits it perfectly. Like the mix of the hook and the highlight choreography are just like so memorable and fun that like I don't know I just I've watched every live stage I can't I can't stop watching live stages for this song it's it's so good um also their styling is the best they've ever had like they look amazing like Ellie's blue hair like the neon blue hair says like pink highlights Lucy's blonde hair like the makeup and the outfits, it's just—it's definitely their best they've ever looked, and I think the choreography—it's their best choreography. It's just—I tr- I can't figure out what this reminds me of. What, it's the choreography. I think, no, there's a part in the song the the. Oh. Hold on, let me get to it. I can't. The dizzle dizzle Like yeah. that reminds me of something from another song. I think yeah. it's. I think it's something. It's either like Blackpink or Big Bang or something. I was gonna say it. It's not like a unique like. No, it's. Not, I'm not like accusing plagiarism or anything. No, it's no, just like I know that I know. one part. Yeah, I, I'm saying like that, like style of like vocals and like that repetitive line or whatever. Like, yeah, that's it. Honestly, does kind of sound like a YG thing. I can't remember. I can't, I can't place my finger on the actual song I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm not but sure. I don't know. Everything about the song has been stuck in my head, and I just associate it with the song, so. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. I just had to go on a, a rant about that song. Yes. And you definitely need to watch the choreo. Yes. I think that's everything we had planned for tonight. Yeah, it was. And I, I think it's okay just having a shorter episode. Yeah, again. Getting over being sick, you being busy with school. I didn't yep. have an idea of something we could talk about that wouldn't require preparation, but I think I'm fine cutting this one short, and then we can talk about that mm-hmm. in another episode. Yeah, we can do that next week. Yep. So, yep. Where I will right. get to talk about the Everglow concert that I'm going to next week. Oh, that's exciting, considering yes. they canceled on us at KCON. Yep, it's going to be hype. And G-Idle, I delayed, Watch, watch so. them get canceled again There's because no, of, like, coronavirus or it something. Won't, it won't happen because Cooper's show is in two days. 
it's on Friday, yeah. so like they would have canceled already. And it's yeah. not a big deal in the U.S. So, although it's getting yeah, worse. there's there's like less than fifty <laughs> cases in the U.S. No, I think there's over a hundred now. Oh it's, my! It's God. getting worse, but it's still not like. I mean, the U.S. is a big place, so. Yeah, I think. Hopefully, they can get a, a hold of that. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anyway. Yeah, that's it for this yep. episode. All right. Well. Uh, to those of you who listened to the whole thing, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for watching, I guess, if you're on YouTube. Uh, join us in again in two weeks for the next episode of the Truly Daybox Show. If you like our stuff, please subscribe so you can uh, know when they come out. <laughs> yep. And uh, join Discord. It's mutual lit. Link yep. in the description. It's really fun. Yeah, we're doing... Do song ratings, oh. Fantasy League. Yeah, you need to join soon if you want to do K-pop fantasy league season two is starting next Friday. Need um, to ha- I need to fill out my form. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, if basically like if you're listening to this as it comes out or very quickly after it comes out, you can join Discord and get prepared for that. But otherwise, you're gonna miss it. Um. So yeah, the thirteenth. No, the yeah the thirteenth. Um is when we're doing the draft for the second fantasy league. So mm. <clears throat> also Luna review or Luna song rating is coming yes. up as well. Hype. And yep. Andrew will be participating in that one. Yeah. The first one and the only one he'll do, except the only way we got him to do it is by promising him. We'll do a perfume song rate, which We'll I feel like I feel like people are uh, gonna either love them or just be like, "Why is this good?" Uh, I feel like because I really like people them. aren't just aren't gonna do that song. Right? That's probably also. I think thing. it's yeah. the only people that are gonna do that song right are people that already like them. Yeah, probably. Oh, All right, I, well, I that's probably not entirely true. A lot of people like doing it for new stuff, but. They're really good we'll as far as like EDM goes, and I'm not a big EDM person, so yeah, EDM slash techno or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, yeah, electro pop. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, and stay. Um, I don't know. Uh, stay screamy. Actually, stay. that works. I like that. Stay dazzlingly screamy. Yes. Throbbingly, dazzlingly screamy. Yes.